If I wasn't me, I would talk about me. Okay. But since you are you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to test this out right quick on you. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'm going to keep it real with you. Got a little inside school. You ready for it? Uh Uh-oh. It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh, my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. And that's hitting the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, What's up, bitches? We're back for real this time. Okay. Lord have mercy. A sister is on her own. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's another week of being not so single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lamore. And y'all, I know this has nothing to do with y'all, but it has been the ghetto with me setting up. Okay. Everything was all fine and dandy till a bitch press record. Okay. (laughs) Just like these niggas. As soon as you ready for them, that's when they act up. Okay. So... You to prepare, get got yourself ready, and here they come, just fucking shit up. All right, so we have the wonderful guys from a wonderful podcast that I participated in last week. I had a ball, and I say, you know what? We're going to do this shit again, but this time on my turf, okay? So we have the regular guys, Random Thoughts Podcast in the building. Yeah. You like how I did that? You like how I did that? <laughs> Get the studio make audience a, ready. Make a nigga feel welcome, okay? This sounds like a setup. <laughs> That's how I do. You got to warm them up first. So, ladies, you hear two gentlemen on the show. I know we've never had two guys at the same time, at the same damn time. No, you are not getting a train ran on you. This is going to be an interesting <laughs> show, okay? This is about valuable information, okay? Get your mind out of the gutter, okay? So, my first guest um, is... He's my former boss, so it's really interesting to have my former boss on my show. Funny how the tables turn. <laughs> All right. We know we still have an extra session after this is over. <laughs> Let me never mind. Let, see, see how they do. They humble you real quick. The voice you hear is Yanni Rude. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And the other half of R- Regular Guys Random Thoughts Podcast, we have just Terrell. Period. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Oh, Tara, you are way low on your glass. I really took a long time. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I saw melted. I'm so sorry. I did not mean for that to happen. It's all right. It's all right. I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm, the I'm more they drink, tipping. the more they speak. Hmm. So Boom. usually we have our resident bartender on the show. But it's us hanging out today. And I know when I was on your show, you were telling me about how you guys love whiskey. Mm-hmm. And how Terrell, you got Yanni to stop buying from the bottom of the shelf. I did. Okay? I did. He was one of them. <laughs> he was one of the makers people. And I'm like, dude, you got a job. We're adults now. Step it up. <laughs> you can do better, okay? Your liver deserves better. So, guys, yes. what are you drinking, Yanni? Starting with you. All right. So, even though I have the Duce cup, just because I just got done with um, a Duce uh, mixer, mm. um, virtual, obviously, because we still keeping uh, social distance in effect right here, okay? But mm-hmm. uh, I'm drinking bullet bourbon. Um, bullet, it's, bourbon. bullet bourbon is nice and smooth. It's one of those um, bourbons with a crazy name that it, I mean, cause bullet bourbon sounds violent, but it's actually really smooth. <laughs> right. And it's cost effective. So this is my go to whenever okay. I, I want a nice bourbon. I don't want too much of a hangover the next day. Bullet bourbon, nice and smooth with one king cube so that, you know, don't water it down too much. You don't mix it up with, with Coke or any other mixer. You just just a chill. 
It's a bourbon. class for me. Ladies, if your man is out and drinking bullet bourbon, that means he's going to shoot your club up. That's what it really means. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what happened, huh? It means he... <laughs> Could mean Nine he's just, months later. <laughs> he's just bourboning on a budget. Bur- bourboning on a budget. <laughs> there you so go. You got to get it how you live. Little humans are expensive, okay? <laughs> so I hear. So, Terrell, uh, what are you drinking? So I've been excited to come on this show uh, all week. But one thing I know about me is when I drink bourbon, zero filter. And I don't mm. know what the hell could come out of my mouth. So I'm going safe with... Tito's and tonic, little TNT. Oh, Garcon, get him some whiskey. Okay. Mm mm. Send in the troops. Well, I am having a skinny bitch, period. That's what I'm going to name it. Okay. Because I've been in the gym, working on my fitness, trying to get my frame together before I get this liposuction. Okay. <laughs> but why is it clear? This is Tito's and uh, Tito's tonic. So we basically have the same drink. And I put a little bit of um, lime and lemon juice in here. Okay, I'm sorry. When I heard period and I'm thinking I'm on this woman's show, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, why is this clear? Like, what? Is- <laughs> See, you know what? This is why I don't have men here. Okay? No, I'm joking. So, so <laughs> here's the funny thing about that, right? So we had a bar. Um, I had a bar when I was in Charleston, probably about what ten years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tropics Bar and Grill, and we had a drink that we called uh, the Day Five, <laughs> of which, the period? which was <laughs> was it brown? No, <laughs> it was just a it little was... spotty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was vodka with, 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 with a, a splish, not even a splash, but a splish of cranberry. So it was just oh. it was really light. Really light day five. See, I took that too literal. I was like, does this look like swamp water? What is going on? I took it literal when you said your drink. I was like, why is it clear? Like, Good, we're not alone. Well, it's more of a skinny bitch, period. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. I thought it was part of the name. No, yeah. not as skinny bitches having a period. Okay, <laughs> that wouldn't even be about me. Look, guys, you got you got to explain in detail. Do not assume yeah. that we know what you're talking about. I see. I'm glad we started this show off this way, so I know exactly where we are. Yeah. Okay, so guys, when we come on this show, all the guests have to give their ass fuck. It's either you're single as fuck, it's complicated as fuck, or you are married or taken off the market as fuck, or you can kind of make up your own ass fuck. So Yanni, what is your ass fuck? Hey, I've got I've got it right here. I am married as fuck. I'm husband as fuck. I'm daddy as fuck. (laughs) I love it. Okay, I love to hear men wear all of their hats. They husbands. Okay, because it's so many men that try to like. Un, like downplay being a dad, being a husband. So I love when I see, especially black men, like I'm married. Okay. I got a kid and I'm about my shit. Okay. Period. Damn right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I expect her to do the same thing when she's out. <laughs> We're going to get there. Uh oh. We're going to get there. So Terrell, what is your ass fuck? Uh, my ass fuck, I would say a little complicated as fuck, but you know, oh, doing no. good. Doing good. Why is it complicated? Time. Um, yeah, it's just a little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, is it complicated because it's a new, you're in a transitional period? Yanni, you're laughing a little bit too hard. That's it. Your boys be telling on you. They laugh so hard that you know. It's like, let me dig in here. Yeah, I know. So I know. Why, what makes it complicated? Is it something fresh that you're like, okay. Because, you know, there's like that transitional period after well, if it is even a breakup that you're talking about, where it's like, okay, do I even claim that I'm like on the market yet? 
Yes, we could it's, still it's, fall back into the I would relationship. Say, I would say it's in that category right there. Okay. You're in like yeah. relationship purgatory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you haven't know completely transitioned. That's how you know we're grown because back in, the, in when you're 21 and you first get single, you know, the, the, before you even say or, or she even says we're done, you're already out there searching for the next one. All right. What's up? What's up? What's up? So it happens at 32. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking today. It's like, I have these random thoughts. I was in the shower. And I was like, if I dated you before I got married, nigga, you don't count. You don't exist. Okay. Mm. So that's how I'm operating. Mm. Like if I see my ex out, it's like, who are you? <laughs> what is your name? Are you a fan? Would you like an autograph? Do you listen to the show? Good day, governor. Okay, that's where I'm at with like, it. Like, Chelsea, we dated for five years. Because <laughs> this deleted everything. Okay, I deleted my hold'em. Okay? So a wedding, a wedding ring is like a mind eraser, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, it's like Men in Black. He had the pen. <laughs> yep, there you go. Okay, period. So we also do the single song of the week. And so the single song of the week is just something that kind of like summarizes the mood. So I'm going to recite some song lyrics and you have to guess what song it is. Uh Oh, shit. I'm a fail. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll let you guess first. (laughs) All right. You ready, gentlemen? Yeah, let's go. I went in my bag for this one. Okay. Because I know that this is something like an era that y'all can appreciate. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn, she went she went way back then. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if, if, if it's like Al Green or the Commodores, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> okay, not that deep in my bag, okay? She's like, I've and never heard this song before, but I just Googled the lyrics. <laughs> All right, here we go. Don't even like to think about it. Don't even know what to do without it. I only know I live and breathe for your love. Um, I'll be honest. I'm I'm, I'm that, at a loss for um, words. Is that what's his name from uh, the deal? Um, Babyface. Yeah. You're kind of close. I'm gonna huh. say it one more time. Don't even like to think about it. Don't know what I do without it. I only know I live and I breathe for your love, baby. You came to me in my time of need. See, I'm I'm horrible even just hearing the melody sometimes. So oh, I didn't give you the melody. But that's my point. You just <laughs> gave me the words. You know it's really bad right now. All right, the single song of the week is John B. Someone to love. Yeah. So yeah. close in that sense because that's baby, that's Babyface written and produced song. Um, but yeah, I would have never guessed that. As much as I know that song, um, I would have never guessed it. That's why I said Tara was pretty close with Babyface. Thank you. Thank His you. pen was on it. So the but reason I, I chose, you kind of win. I mean, you get that weird prize that isn't the real prize, but you also don't really want it, the consolation prize. Okay. Mm. okay, you just don't get dragged. That's like pretty much your prize. Got so it. I chose that song because that is me and my wife's song. You know, mm. every relationship you have a song. That is our song. The first night we met and I drank too much wine and cried in her sink. I asked her if we could slow dance to John B. <laughs> now there's a story <laughs> wow. I mean my head is in her sink and I'm like can we dance and so that has been our song and we celebrated our one year anniversary okay kudos to her for putting up with a real crazy bitch who threw okay. up in her sink the first, the first date yeah I mean she holds her liquor I didn't throw up 
Okay. Nice. You're just crying. <laughs> and I don't understand why oh. you cry in the sink. Like, why not just cry? But what's the sink got to do with it? I just think, you know, like sometimes when you're so drunk, you're like, I just need to lean on something. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I got played so hard that night. I drank a whole bottle of wine. I was mm. super nervous. I went back to her place after our first date. And I'm crying because when I drink, I cry. I told her I loved her that night. Oh, wow. And so I looked at her and I was like, it's five in the morning. So I ended up staying at her house and we were talking to five in the morning. And I said, where are we going to sleep? And she said, how far do you live? <laughs> and not only did I sleep in my own bed, but I drove my car and she followed me. <laughs> Just said, no, you ain't staying here tonight. Mm-mm. <laughs> All that after one bottle of wine? Yes, I don't really drink like that. Oh, okay. I was about to say, you're and I think it was a culmination of the bottle of wine and the nerves. You know what I'm saying? It. Like, it's like, oh, this is like so much. And so I didn't even, I actually went to like sleep on her couch and I missed the couch. That's when she was like, where do you live? And she followed <laughs> me there. So I want to ask you guys, especially you, Yanni, you're married. Do you and your wife have a song? That's your song. No. I'll be honest, we, we don't have a song, um, any one particular song. Um, so Not I, I can't, Mr. I Island Vibes himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, look, there, there's a lot of music that we listen to that we actually like, but there's no one song. I mean, like, yeah, that, we didn't have any of those uh, moments when we first started dating. It wasn't like, all right, we got this this song that I don't set the mood with, with music. As, as, just, as much as uh, music is my life. I've never been that person that, you know, people used to have their mixtapes to play. Oh, you were time. never that person? I was I never can, that person. Ain't nobody, I I, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I can specifically remember in college, like, guys would have their fucking playlist, literally. R. Like, Kelly 12 play. Now looking oh, back I, on it, looking back <laughs> on it, back then it was a good idea. Now, knowing what I know now. You might want to hide that one. I would have <laughs> You might want to keep that one in the back pocket. 12 play. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Terrell, do you have a song that like, I mean, I know that you're recently kind of sort of back on the market. You're under contract, I guess. Um, but you're kind of sort of back on the market. Or can you think about a song, maybe like someone that you used to care about that you guys had a song? Um, I think a song that always just stuck with me when I think of, you know, love song is uh, Secret Garden by Quincy Jones. And that's uh, Al B. Shore. That song is just, it's its amazing when you listen to just the power and the words and the lyrics. I haven't found one that's. Let me write that down. Yeah, check it out. What's it called? Uh, Secret Garden? Secret Gardens by Quincy Jones. Listen to the words. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, you know my generation, we don't listen to the words. Of, of course. Of <laughs> words? Course. What do they mean? <laughs> and, then, and then I think next level from that would be John Legend So High. Okay, I know that one. You know, my generation, our our um our thought of great lyrics is the road baby. I wanna <laughs> give it to you. That's a love song. No, it's it not. It is a nice. He care about me. <laughs> we you know, so here's the interesting thing. Like and, and when we talk about music and why does we don't have a song. I, I've always said Drew Hill Share My World would be a song played at my at my wedding, right? Okay. So I said that to my wife, and she's like, yeah, um, well, probably at some point in the night. <laughs> 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 I 
was like, and this one I knew that we just have different tastes in music. Like, you know, really? she's like, she'd like some other song. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel that one. And so, I think what- that's so important though. Like I really, for, okay. So say for example, my, my wife is from Belarus. Mm-hmm. So one, a bitch didn't even know where Belarus was. Okay. I thought it was the island. Okay. Like, Belarus, <laughs> well, this going to be nice to vacation. Period. And then I was like, Russia, are you white? Cause that is where I try to run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a girl I can do a white girl. I don't know. Okay. I'm not that progressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit like, okay, this is definitely a cultural difference, but she grew up here in the States, but she was adopted and raised by white people in mm-hmm. Harrisonburg, which is like the country. So the one thing that we did very early on, I was riding in her car. Um, this was before I cried in the sink and we just rode around listening to music and we liked the same music. And that's where I was like, okay, I could fuck with her because she knew about the preacher's wife soundtrack. Okay. She okay, knew about okay. Hill. And so that was like, the music was kind of important because it kind of let me know, like just a little bit of like, okay, we can mesh. Cause I was so focused on like the differences that we had, mm-hmm. I guess, like, you're not black. That was the main one. Like, <laughs> so what do we talk about? What do we do if you're not black? Like, I'm confused. So music was like a huge part of like the beginning of our relationship. Nice. Mm-hmm. So transitioning into the scroll. So since these gentlemen are not so romantic when it comes to the DJ department um, and <laughs> the irony that Yanni works in radio <laughs> and ain't got a song. I, I, I don't I don't have to bring work home all the time. Except, I mean, besides we're working from home now, but you know. <laughs> well, that you, saying doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> you, you probably, you probably got a song now, Yanni. You know, um, I don't know those those kids songs. Yeah. Right? Baby shark, do 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 do. Hey, that cartoon is off the chain. I hate that freaking song. My kids, I I teach first grades. My kids love like all of that crap, and I'm like slowly pulling every track out of my wig when I. <laughs> Just take my frontal off, why don't you? I just go ahead and scoot it back because I'm like, I can't do this. Um, Yanni, how long have you been married? So let's see. I've been married 10 months now. Ooh. And, and interesting thing about, you know, I know, let's see, you got married, what, in three months, right? Three months after? Yeah, after it was like a little home. bit less than 90 day. Right. So you, you did you did a 90 day fiance. Got you. Um, for me... <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. I also see. married a bitch from another country. So I'm like really sticking to the 90 day fiance format. <laughs> for us, let's see, I gave her the ring um, six months to the day. You're saying you gave day. her the ring or you proposed? Because those are two different things. So <laughs> here's why. Here's why. Here. Because even though we, <laughs> here, take this. <laughs> even though that was six months before when she got the ring, mm-hmm. we already had our date set. For like Ooh, probably two months. We already knew it. we were getting married. But what it was, I was like, well, you know, I'll probably get you the ring before my birthday, which was, you know, another mm. like uh, four, six months away. So before then, I, I, I'll get you the ring. And then my brother got married. So I was like, I got to go fly and see him. So it might be a little bit longer than that. Mm. And then I surprised her with because I knew I know I was going to get her the ring before. But right. I surprised her with the ring um, when it was. But that was six months to the day that um, of our first date. And then we actually got married one year, one month, and one day after our first date. And you have uh, one baby. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> Your binary codes. That's so cute. 
That that's, is awesome. So cute. I got goosebumps. Like that, that, that it's gone. I had see, one. There was a goosebump see, right see, there. Look, and it just left <sighs> like ladies, listen, there is hope, okay? Because everybody thinks I got married because I married a woman. And you know, they say the Leslie's U Haul, which we do. But <laughs> <laughs> First date show with the U-Haul. Okay. Why are we bullshitting? <laughs> I really like your hair. I'm moving in. Okay. So, I mean, we moved in before. I mean, her lease wasn't even up. We were just like, okay, we're you're, just live here, period. So my thing is, I think it's really special sometimes to hear men know so early that they want to marry someone. And I think like, um, especially like our resident bartender, she's been in a relationship for four years and she's kind of looking like... <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> I can promise you, you won't get another four. Okay. So what was it that about her and about where you were in your life that you knew like six months you were ready to do it? I'll be honest with you. Um, and I think you and I have talked about this before. Um, for me, it's, I know, you know, they say women know within the first five minutes, whether they're going to, whether they're going to fuck you or not. Mm-hmm. For me, I know whether I want to marry you or not in the first five minutes. I wow. know that. Is it a possibility or not? Works out really great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Too many expectations. And see, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't deal with setups. I've, I've never been a person who deals with getting set up. It's got to be organic. Um, that's how it has to work in that sense. And you kind of know. And then from there, it just either they taught themselves out of it, I taught myself out of it, whatever it is. But there's some point that you just go, okay, yeah, no, nah, this is not going to work. But I've yeah. never been in a relationship, in a serious, committed relationship with a woman that I didn't see myself with in the long run. Because there's really? no need to waste that monogamy. Don't, I'm not wasting my monogamy on somebody I know I'm not going to be with. So you wouldn't hear me, oh, I'm, I've been in a relationship with this person for four years and I'm, I have no intention of marrying this person. Which you've always heard people say that. Oh, so y'all been married five, six, y'all been together five, six years. So when y'all getting married? Oh, no. Mm. Why are you in this long committed relationship if you're not? Because now you're both possibly missing out on your blessing. You don't know who and when. And that's the same thing with us. I wasn't looking for somebody when I met my wife. See, I'm I'm following you, but I also feel like Terrell is real still. Okay. (laughs) You sure he's not frozen? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to let this man have this because, look, I got things to do. Six months, shit. You know, (laughs) me and Lottie said, shit. (laughs) So six months, you say you know within the first five minutes if you want to marry her. So what was it about your wife that you were like, lock and key? Honestly, um, I knew on our first date um, because – we just talked via IG. Um, had never heard a voice till we actually were about to meet the mm-hmm. first time. Because um, I called her like, am I going to the right place? Because I was on the wrong side of the building, <laughs> about to go try to go in through the back door. <laughs> like, so I finally get in there. She walks in. I'm like, oh, my God, she's absolutely gorgeous. Way, she is beautiful. Way more beautiful than any picture on IG, right? Mm. And I said, all right, she probably doesn't have good conversation or something, or she never smiles <laughs> in any of her pictures. Her teeth are probably fucked up. You know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of everything that could be wrong, right? Okay, building a case against her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is what we do. So, Mounting the defense. Okay. <laughs> we sit down. First of all, she walks up, smiles, and I'm like, okay, so that's not it. So X that part off. And then mm-hmm. she gets to sit down and we start talking. And I swear to you, the waitress came back three times before we could even get the order. And we're like, fine. Okay, look. Here's what we want to order because we just started talking. I was supposed to go to a show that night and never made it out. Mm. (laughs) And we never ended a date without me setting up the next date. Come on, man with a plan. 
because look, this, there's this beautiful woman who who <laughs> has great conversation. And I'm like, uh, we're vibing. I mean, we're just talking, talking, talking. You know, we order lamb chops and, you know, she eats. But then at some point she's like, look, I'm just going to pick this up with my hand because uh, this is not. And you had enough money for lamb chops. This is Detroit. This is Detroit. Lamb chops are like chicken nuggets. <laughs> you I go there and get lamb, lamb chops. Lamb chops. Oh, wow. This is classy. It's, it's, as, as that's going, I'm like, look, before the night's over, I can't let somebody else set up on a date with her oh. before I lock in the next day. So I'm like, hey, you like Amanda Seals? She's like, yeah. Well, she's coming in three days. You want to go? Yeah. And that's. After the man's seals, hey, what are you doing this day? And I set up every date. Hey. The next day. ABC, yes. always be closing. Exactly. Be Come closing. on. I was just <laughs> thinking he was putting her in a sales funnel. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know. What I'm laughing at is it would have been hilarious. What would you have done if the first time you heard a voice, hey, am I in the right place? You'd be like, yeah, I see you right there. <laughs> Are you I'm sure like, it's me? Yeah. Are yeah. you sure it's me? Yeah. Come on in, dog. You look fine as hell. Get, get oh, gosh. Exit stage left. In the words of my granddaddy, run so fast your knees hit your balls. <laughs> Damn, granddaddy. <laughs> granddaddy never, doesn't get out, obviously. No, I'll never forget. My uncle was telling us about this lady that, she liked, that he liked, and he was like, oh, wow, she's really pretty. And um, my granddaddy said, well, does she have any kids? And he said, yeah, she has eight. <laughs> and his eyes got huge. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy, <laughs> you better run so fast your knees hit your balls. <laughs> Great advice. Great <laughs> advice. <laughs> so here's another question that I really would love to get this perspective, because Yanni and I are in the same boat where we met this person and we were like, you know what, let's lock this in right now. But my friends kind of had a little bit of reservations. They were like, mm -hmm. here goes Chelsea with her crazy antics or like, are you sure you want to do this? And so like one of my friends was so invested and so upset. I had to be like, girl, relax. OK, <laughs> like your name is not on the marriage certificate. OK, so Terrell, as Yanni's friend since college, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. What were your thoughts when he was like, look, it's been six months and I'm ready to wife this? Um, I believed him. Like, Yanni's been the same way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I believed him. With <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I believed him because... <laughs> <laughs> even, even, even back in college, he would meet somebody for whatever reason. He would have his reasons. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, no, I'm not interested. Mm. Or is this... I mean, he knew just like that. And... After knowing him for so long, I think Yanni doesn't make rash decisions. He just doesn't I can agree with that. follow his heart. I think I love her. I'm a trick. He doesn't do that. <laughs> like for him, he knows this is it. And so once he gets to that this is it moment, he's going to run with it full speed ahead. Mm -hmm. I was supportive of that. And if if if, if that, I that I was supportive of that sounded a lot like I wouldn't do it, but no, I no, support no. it. No, no, no. no. I, I totally get it, but I think that we have a good enough relationship that if I thought he was making a mistake, mm -hmm. I would tell him. Yeah. And and I think Thanks. that when people do that, right, when people are like, hey, girl, I think you're making a mistake, you got to listen to your friends because they know you well. Okay. And so even if you're going to push back and be like, no, I know what I'm doing, I think you also have to be adult enough to say, hey, yeah, so I'm not seeing them anymore. You were right. Mm. <laughs> that was a total mistake. Ooh. I should have listened to you. I'm taking Back you away. out for lamb chops. Dinner's on me. <laughs> My bad. 
right? Because we've done that. I've, I've, I've stood in weddings where I'm just standing there just going, six months tops. And, and there's people I've told, I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? I don't yeah. think this is a good idea. But they run with it, so you got to let them do it, right? Mm-hmm. And mm. if it works out, hey, I'd rather be wrong. But right. when it doesn't work out, I'm just like, you're still in. I'm not going to kick you out the group. But I am going to wait for that, uh, hey, remember what you told me five years ago? You was right. I'm like, that's when I just said to be like, hey. Try to tell you, period. That deserves a drink. I mean, because I do think I do think that there are some times where you're like, okay, I need you to slow down because I don't think, like, like you said, as a friend. And so I think some of my friends also were like, I love you as a friend, so I'm just telling you. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember I called my mom on, like, Monday. I was like, hey, mom, what are you doing on Friday? And she was like, I'm working. I said, hey, I'm getting married. If you want to come, <laughs> if you would like to come, this is where it will be. And when I told my grandma, she said, to who? Married to who? But every, it's just kind of, it's weird because I've dated people for years and mm-hmm. things didn't really fall into place like they did in like yeah. the matter of like 90 days, like it did with my wife. And so that's like my mom, she met my dad when she was 16 and they dated and they divorced by the time they were like 35 or 30 something. And she was like, look, I know your daddy since we were 15 and we still ain't, we ain't together. So <laughs> on, girl. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you, how you um, told your mom about it. Cause the way I introduced uh, my wife to my mom, um, we were we went down to Charleston. I do an event down there, the Jerk Fest, and so my mom always comes down there for it as well too. And so she meets her and doesn't know who she is first, right? She just sees her and just talking to her, just talking to her and whatnot. So at the end of the event, I'm running around, so I'm, you know, taking care of stuff. At the end of the event, we're all standing around. I go, hey, mom, I want you to meet, and I introduced her to my wife, and she's just like, oh, okay. She was already your wife. No, she was my no. wife at the time. Oh, also, no. no, wait a minute now. Okay. <laughs> no, I just introduced her, and then um, I said, she's going to go out with us for breakfast tomorrow. And she's like, oh, okay. And she didn't say much. Mm. And my mom is one of those people who doesn't say a lot. Uh, From that and, point, she's keeping score. She's like, let me just oh, always. <laughs> she, she's judgmental as hell. I, 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 there's no denying that. Mm-hmm. She, she's judged every woman I've ever brought around. So there's that. So we, we go to breakfast the next morning. And then, um, you know, my wife is nervous. Like, hey, so what does she what does she think? I don't think she liked me. She didn't really say much. And then as we're sitting in the car, my mom sends me a text. I really like her. <laughs> And and I but I told Aww. her from the get go because she's like what what if she doesn't like me I said what it doesn't matter she's not the one that's gonna marry you I am come I don't on. care <laughs> come on black man Woo. I'm not, I'm not worried about what other people think in in that sense right Woo. and at the same time though what Terrell said is true in the fact that we talk about so much and we mm-hmm. always have whether if we talk every week if we talk every day or if we talk once a year it doesn't matter. Whenever we talk, we pick up from right where we left mm-hmm. off before. We fill in the blanks, and nothing has changed. And mm-hmm. we, I know, he's not going to tell me what I want to hear. Right. He's, he's going to tell me what he honestly feels. Mm-hmm. So if I really want to know the truth, I ask him. And so we've had conversations from the very beginning of this, you know. And he's just been like, "All right, well, you know, see how it goes. See what it says. If that's how you feel, right. And that's what friends are for. That's yep. what friends are for. Okay. All right. Don't let me join in now. <laughs> You're smart, Ireland. <laughs> Come on, that was Dion. No, I know you it. You can always count on me. You came me. in as Dion. I can tell. For sure. 
<laughs> that's what friends are for. You know, and it's funny because um, I always think people think that like, oh, if you get married really, really quickly, that's why like for some reason, it's so funny. We went to Baltimore for our anniversary. So we're on the ride back and we were just talking about like, wow, what a freaking crazy year to get married. If we can survive a first year marriage in COVID, mm-hmm. we are equipped to handle it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we were saying like, in a way, it was kind of like a F you to everybody that doubted that like yeah. you meet someone and you just kind of know and you get married rather quickly. Like ain't no Kim Kardashian annulment over here. Okay. We good. <laughs> we good. Period. And we were also talking about like some of the, well, what I think are advantages of like getting married early. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's like this, um, you like know you have your teammate. And it's like, I have my person, I've got somebody that has my back. And like, we're just like going through this adventure of learning each other. And it's going to be real hard for you to leave me. (laughs) What would you say? (laughs) I mean, it's going to be at least a year of separation in the state of Virginia before you leave me. Okay. Sounds like South Carolina. All right. Jennifer Hudson and you, and you, and you, you you got to love me. And that's on what? Period. Look, you know what's so funny about the fact that you said that, though? This the moment I knew for sure that this is a woman that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with Mm -hmm. was when she said to me, hey, you know, after 10 dates, we go together. And I said to her, I like her. I said to her, you know, I like you because I didn't just run. (laughs) There's no there's nobody that has said any shit like that to me in the past. And I've still been standing here. I just want you to know that. I feel like what happened is she said that, and then you looked at your calendar and said, well, let me go ahead and book in advance to the 10 days. Oh, look, let me put it like this. When we got to date number seven, all right, so let's, how are we counting the rest of these? So breakfast is one, <laughs> lunch is another. Okay, yes. all right, we're going we to get to this 10. I love it. I love it. And you kind of did the pop out when you got married. I was like, the hell? I mean, my wig scooted back maybe two centimeters. <laughs> you need some Gorilla Glue. <laughs> Yo, don't even get me started on this girl. It don't move. It don't move. Who told her to put Gorilla Glue on I tried to wash it. Duh, I told Yanni, I told Yanni the other day, I watched, the, I rewatched the TikTok. I'm like, I, don't, I didn't see the video. Let me see what's going on. As soon as she started talking, I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> that, that's why. It's just sad. And like Gorilla Glue has issued a statement that said, we didn't think we needed to say this, but don't put Gorilla Glue on your hair. It clearly says not on your skin. And so um, now she's like going, she has like mad followers. I think Yanni was telling me she has like, how many followers? The last number I saw was 680 something thousand. She's People verified. People see how she's going to get, she's verified. Yeah, she's got a blue check. Motherfuckers have whole careers and can't get verified. Like, yeah, tell me about it. Wow. So but I think people me. are trying to follow the shit show. They're not really following her. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it was definitely very interesting. So that leads me into the scroll. And the scroll is where hot topics, such as things you would see on TikTok or Instagram, collide with single in the city relationships. Okay. So yeah. as we know, Valentine's Day is upon us. Mm-hmm. And so I always hear from like the ladies that do have men in their lives. They never really know what to get their man for Valentine's Day or what to do for their man on Valentine's Day. And so since I have two men on the show, I kind of wanted to get your feedback or kind of hear what you have to say about what would be an ideal Valentine's besides the producer. Okay. <laughs> I can see it in the eyes like, 
Are you really asking me this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or or are we adding the blowjob? It's birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Uh, so what would be the perfect Valentine's Day for a guy receiving on that on Valentine's Day? I think just that receiving and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, throw in a, throw in a sandwich. Right that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe throw in a sandwich and a little silence. We're good. Sandwich <laughs> in silence. My God, that is the name of the episode. My goodness. Sandwich in silence. This is what they really want from us, ladies. Fuck that savage fancy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so Yanni, what would be an ideal Valentine's Day? I'll be honest with you, I, I hate holidays. I'm I'm not a big holiday person. And God damn, she can't get a song. She can't get a song. Mr. Grinch. You're right. She does love you. You're right. She loves you for you. <laughs> yeah, she does. No, but I mean, but for me, and again, I'm I'm the worst at receiving gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm the person that in the office when they'd put up birthdays, I'd erase mine. I'm, I'm, I, I, I hate being in the spotlight in that sense, mm. right? So I've, I've never been, and I'm, I'm horrible at receiving gifts. I'm better at giving gifts, um, and it all depends on who the person is and what it, what they like. So that's where that comes in. But for me, it doesn't matter, man. It just don't argue with me on on special days and we'll be fine. Don't be mad at what I give mm. you and, and we'll be fine. Let's let's not let's not start some shit over some bullshit. And I'll be fine. So I'm not going to say leave me alone and all that because trust me, I've I've been on the other side when people have been like, leave me alone. And well, the people who stand on the outside always benefit (laughs) when you say leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) So be careful when you're telling her to leave your ass alone because, yeah, she'll leave you alone. But whoo, what she does to the other person. Okay. (laughs) As long as you know. Period. Okay. We got things and people to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I've never really had a Valentine's Day. Well, last year was my first Valentine's Day. Obviously, I was married. So it's so weird because we got married on February 7th. Our uh, anniversary is, like, really close to Valentine's Day. So we kind of like, look, we just did the ultimate I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chill. Okay. <laughs> And I think I got some flowers and we just, I, I worked on Valentine's Day at the time. I worked part-time at a restaurant. So I was like, look, I got to get this coin. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All these other bitches that's getting taken out one time a year. I need to be there. Okay. But I would say I've always struggled with like what to do for a significant other on yeah. Valentine's Day, because I will say, oh my God, I'm not a giving, I'm a giving person. I'm not a thoughtful person. Mm. So that is something yeah. that I'm yeah. working on. And my wife is like extremely thoughtful. Like she's one of those people, like I always say, like she anticipates my needs before I can even think that I need it. Right. And so I'm working on being thoughtful, but Valentine's Day usually requires you to be thoughtful. Right. Yeah. I ain't got it. Like, <laughs> tell me what you want, <laughs> tell me what you need, and I can do it. But being thoughtful is not my forte. I'm with you. I, I was in that situation once and I learned to just ask because. That girlfriend, she was like the gift whisperer. Like she was amazing <laughs> at getting gifts. And mm. so even if I had to get some for someone else, I'd be like, hey, what do you think of? And oh, you should just get this. And it'd be the most amazing gift mm. I never would have thought of. Mm. But for her, I would just ask her, hey, uh, what do you want to do on Valentine's <laughs> Day? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I worked in the restaurant industry for a lot of years. And so mm-hmm. I don't like going to restaurants on Valentine's God, Day. God, no. No, don't. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. I just start asking people, and I think that's easier because it's it's okay to not be a thoughtful gift giver, mm-hmm. but it's also okay just to ask. Hey, look, I want to do something special for you. What is something that you want? 
Mm. And then you can take it up from there. I mean, if they say, I want to go here, you can add a few. Yeah, Rasmus. I want to I want to know what she said. Did she say, I want to receive, I want a sandwich, and I want you to shut the fuck up? <laughs> if that's what she wanted, great. Great. I'm going to go, go binge watch Game of Thrones. Right now, but it's like, so if, if you receive, does that mean I'm going to receive at some point later in the night? Because that's how men think. No, that's not how not all men think. No, it's just some sometimes it's great to just please somebody. Exactly, that's mm-hmm. their gift because that's that's called that. <laughs> that's no. once a year. No, 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 hold on. Wow. No, no. Here's what I mean. That that's Errol, their gift. I need you to get yourself out of that one. No, 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 no. Errol? I'm not saying. Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying me doing that is their gift. I'm saying if Be you want to do that for someone, <laughs> no, you're giving them a gift. It's not about you, but that is called making a deposit. For a future withdrawal later, because that's what we'll do. We'll With interest. We'll, we'll do right. some stuff, and then like after a while, we'd be like, "Hey, uh, so I'm gonna go watch the game with the fellas." Oh, but wait a minute! I thought we were gonna have dinner. Mm, remember that time? It was- <laughs> Yo, these niggas are balancing the checkbook on your pussy, ladies. <laughs> girls, hey, do it, like, girls do it all the time. Like, <clears throat> I want to ask him for a new deck. I know what I got to do to a new deck. Yeah, that, that goes to show what kind of women you dating now. Come on, <laughs> a new deck. Wow. He ain't say a purse. Right. He ain't say show yeah. a new deck. Well, you know, I, I got about she 15, got the super 16 years on deck. I got about 15, 16 years on Carol, <laughs> she got the super soaker if you've even considered getting a no deck. No one's me for somebody. a deck, but I'm just saying if you're in a relationship. You didn't just pull that out of nowhere. Somebody didn't mention a deck to you. <laughs> Nobody just says a deck. I got people help, ask me to help sand the deck. And, and I don't do that either. With sandpaper, okay? Terrell's on his hands and knees sanding for that. No. He's like, I'll sand the deck, but you got to let me wax that ass later. <laughs> you know, I, I will say this, though. Women, you got to you gotta be aware that when guys do things for you, especially on Valentine's, don't, 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 don't overlook the thought behind it, right? Mm-hmm. So if he gives you the candy and the teddy bear and all that, you know, that, that, that commonplace shit, um, don't be like, oh, well, you should have delivered it to the job so everybody else could see. Because women have done grandma? dumb shit like Why are you talking to my grandma? <laughs> Lord, if nobody saw it, it didn't happen. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, she has always told me that she has like been upset because my granddaddy will have like flowers waiting for her at home as opposed to sending them to the job. And so I'm kind of like, I mean, but you got flowers, but it's like for some women, if you don't, if other women don't really women want these things so they can like brag to other women, other women. women. So it's like, okay, if other people don't know what happened, then it didn't exist. But I'm to the type of person like the less, you know, actually the better. Okay. You know what I want you to know. Okay. For all I care, you could think that a bitch is heartbroken and a marriage is not going right. Cause that would make you stay out of my business. I know what's going on here. So not saying I've ever had this train of thought, but however, <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you don't catch him cheating, then obviously it didn't happen. Because if nobody knows but him and her, it didn't All right, happen. let's go ahead and that's end the show. That's a whole different. Let's just go ahead and end the show. Because they just, <laughs> that's, that's a whole I just want to make sure here. First okay. of all, if I didn't catch him cheating, he still was cheating. Just, because I, they don't call it, what is it, women's intuition for nothing. Yeah. I just want to make sure I make this uh, legal statement. The words that at Yanni Rude is saying do not reflect the opinions of... <laughs> <laughs> 
Regular Guys Random Thoughts Podcast or any other people affiliated with Regular Guys Random Thoughts Podcast. Yo, I have... I didn't say what my words. He said if that train, if he had that well, train of thought. But hold on, Chelsea, I will say I agree with him in the sense that Valentine's Day and all that, it's for the girl. It's mm-hmm. not the guy. I've never called a dude to be like, so how was Valentine's Day yesterday? What did she do for you? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I would think I'll, that's what, weird. Yeah, I'd call the guy and be like, hey, it's Valentine's. What did y'all do? Which mm. means, hey, what did you do? Yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. Now, mm-hmm. they could be with somebody who did amazing things for them, but normally it's that day is for other girls to tell their girlfriends about how awesome that day was. Okay. Well, on the converse, I will say that, like, you know how, like, there's always says, let's normalize fill in the blank threads on Instagram. Yeah, One yeah. of the, uh, a lot of the threads have said, like, let's normalize women treating men. Like, and a lot of men have said, like, yeah, we like compliments, too. Like, we like you to tell us that we look nice. We like for y'all to buy us a gift just because it, it works more than one way. And I think that sometimes that's where women feel like that's their time-ish to show up for a man. Because, I mean, even though it's Valentine's Day, we know that it's really for the woman. What guy wants to feel like he's just, like, spent all of this money, all of this thought, all of this time... And then this woman just shows up and looks cute. And it's like, okay, well, well, damn. I got bills too. Okay. I got debt. I got yeah. debt. But, you know, it's, it's, but at the same time, it's like you date women who will never pay for anything. Mm. Um, and then you'll date women who will pay, will, will try to pay half. Um, and I'm like, you don't have to pay for half of everything mm-hmm. or you don't have to pay half all, or half of the time. I mean, hell, my wife and I had this one thing when we first started. She's like, look, I do birthdays and breakfast. That was her whole thing. I okay, do birthdays and breakfast. You can get a second egg for thirteen ninety nine. I'd be like, yeah. come on, like, you better be Yo, a badass cook. I, mean, I need to meet your wife. Time. She's OG. She's you better be a badass cook. OG. <laughs> birthdays and breakfast. Don't think you going to dinner on me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it it really depends on the individual. I think it's up to you. There are some guys that they want to pay for everything. Because that's just mm-hmm. who they are in their head. If that's mm-hmm. what yeah. you want, you got to find a, a woman who likes that. Mm-hmm. A lot of women don't. But I think for women, I, I don't think it's... Because I do believe men sh- should be gentlemen. And there are a lot of guys who complain that women need to do more for them. I think what women got to do is if they make a guy work for it, they're, they're better. They got to put themselves on that pedestal. Mm-hmm. And so I don't expect to see... like I like women that have high standards. Right. Mm-hmm. If I go to a girl, I'm like, hey, let's go to Applebee's. And she's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't do Applebee's. I don't either. But I respect that. Yeah. You know, but if, if she's right. the type of girl that's like, OK, well, like if a girl asks me, I would love to go on a date with you. Let's go to Applebee's. I'm like, no, I don't think we're the right. I don't think we're going to be a good match. Now, <laughs> do you not want to go out. to Applebee's because you used to work there or do you know? No. <laughs> no, I don't like going to like cheap chain restaurants. I feel like if mm-hmm. you're in the get to know you stage, mm-hmm. go to a local place. It doesn't have to be the price. Yes. Mm-hmm. But go to like a local spot. That could be nice and experience. To me, exactly. Applebee's is like we're on a road trip together. This is the only thing open in this small mm-hmm. podunk town. Let's go to Applebee's, get some riblets. And not that's some it. Riblets, Lord, but if it's like, riblets. hey, it's your birthday. I want to take you to Applebee's. I'm like, we are really not a match. We're <laughs> not, gonna make that. not the finger. Yeah. And, and yeah. You know, it's, this was pretty much get back. We're not the man. We're not cut from the same cloth. So. Let's get really some. We're not equally yoked. <laughs> You know, Tao said something really, really on point when he says about, you know, make sure if this is what you like to do, make sure that you get with someone who likes that exact same thing, like wants you to pay for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Because my wife and I, 
she likes to pay. She's been independent for a long time. So she'll like to pay for stuff. And sometimes I'm literally have to, hey, look at that over there and give my credit card. Oh, so I hate they, that. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Ooh. Like she wants to go pay first. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I got this. Well, no, no. I, what's that? Here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like your wife. I'm kind of, I think too, like, like you said, once you've been independent a while, you're kind of used to it. And even yeah. so, sometimes you feel like, yeah, I know you can, but I don't want you to. Like, it's, I think that you have to kind of like, that's something that you have to grow into. And especially yeah. when you realize the type of person that you married or you're dating and you realize like, sometimes I know that allowing my wife to like take care of certain things makes her feel good. So right. like, let me fall back, even though I want to do these things, it makes her feel good to do them for me. So, bitch, she luxury. goes sometimes, sometimes she's like, hey, I'll give you back the money. I'm like, for what? <laughs> you know, wow. I, no, me and your wife are like this, okay? Yo, I was like, I'm gonna sell you, and she was like, Are you fucking kidding me? She's like, she has the mentality, and I'm sure you do too. It's like, my money is your money, so like, yes. basically sending me my own money. I'm like, No, I, it's just really hard. I think for a lot of women, especially black women, it's a hard thing to break because mm-hmm. I always say like black women are like raised to be so strong and independent that when you have a man come in your life and he wants to do these things for you in a way it makes you feel weak mm. and so you're like okay I need to do these things for myself or you've been trained also in dating that if a man does this for you then he's going to hold it over your head or he expects mm. your things in return and so you always are playing this game of like I don't want him to do too much for him to throw it in my face mm. right yeah yeah, I can see the web we weave. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know what? This brings me to another thing I saw on social media. Um, I don't really watch the show, but I was very intrigued by Caesar from Black Ink. Uh, him and his girlfriend were celebrating an anniversary. They're at dinner, and she gave him a promise ring. <laughs> <laughs> So what are your thoughts? Or no. what would you think? <laughs> Did she promise never to do that shit again? <laughs> yeah. He so... smiled and said thank you and kissed her. And so somebody was in the background was like, yay, are are you gonna say yes? Like, what's the is it a yes or no? And she's like, it's a promise ring. So my question to you, gentlemen, mm. is would you accept a promise ring from a woman? I would think that. Anyone that I would be in a relationship with wouldn't do that. Right. Like we we would have this type of understanding about each other <laughs> before she even thought about buying a promise ring. So I, I would think I wouldn't date somebody that would be willing to do that. But let's just say she happened to watch that show and had this idea and wanted to get me a promise ring. No. No. Why not no. though? I don't see what a promise ring does. I, it doesn't I mean, do that's anything. what I think too. It doesn't do anything for a wedding ring. There's a whole lot of symbolism that's in that where it means something. But mm-hmm. a promise ring is like high school. You know, even there's promise rings for celibacy. There's promise rings for not drinking and, and doing drugs. It's just kind of like, rehab. we're adults. Like, what are you yeah. doing? And I'm not going to yeah. wear a promise ring. I mean, I just don't. No, a, pro- a promise ring buys you time. That's all a promise mm-hmm. ring is for. It's just to buy you time. I'm gonna shut you the fuck up and give you this promise ring if you promise to shut up. Well, that's <laughs> when a man gives exactly. a woman a promise ring. So I'm wondering what the fuck is she doing, sis? You got the game all fucked up. And so we had um, I forget where I was at that time, but there was one of our personalities who was dating a guy, and he, you know, got with the PD and was like, "Hey, I want to come in. I want to surprise her. I've got a ring." And we're like, "Oh shoot, this is gonna be off the chain." Mm-hmm. So he comes in, goes live on the air, 
and gives her a promise ring. And we're all like, what the fuck was that? Yo, I would be so pissed. I think she past the age. Yeah, she she did, it. but it didn't last very long after that. She I didn't even have shit. to ask. I knew she took it. I knew she took the shit. How do I know? Because I did the dumb shit before. <laughs> so tell us about this promise ring yeah. and what the promise was. Oh, it's crazy. I got a promise ring from a nigga in prison. Mm. I promise I'll see you when I get out. <laughs> I promise never to come back. From every promise that came with that ring, okay? <laughs> As soon as she said that, I started thinking about old girl with the glue, and I'm like, oh, there it is. Right there. <laughs> as soon as she said in Princeton, I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> this would not be the first celebrity uh, situation where promise rings were given out. It was mm-hmm. uh, Moneybag Yo gave, um, what's her name? Ari Fletcher? Mm-hmm. It's a big ass ring, and it's a promise ring. I'm like, yo, sis. We're too old for this. The promise that you yes. need to be making is the promise to set the date for our wedding at this point. Why mm-hmm. are you giving me a promise ring? And like you said, Yanni, that's exactly what it sounds like when I hear a woman, I mean, over the age of, I will say 20, say that she got a promise ring. It's like, okay, this man is giving you a placeholder so he can act the fuck up in the meantime. Exactly. So, okay, in that same vein, then what is the age to stop saying Will you be my boyfriend? Will you be my girlfriend? Never. <laughs> Never. Now, I'm like your wife. You know, at this point, we go together. This is not negotiable. Yeah, but that's not boyfriend, girlfriend. That's just we go together. It's that's boyfriend and girlfriend. That's not the same, same thing. thing. I mean, that's the same thing. Exactly, Sarah. It's not yeah. the same thing. It's the same, same thing. thing. You're splitting what? hairs. You're yeah. saying, like, go you steady. That was my yeah. woman. That's not my girlfriend. Girlfriend's no, it's not your school. it's not your woman because that's really property. That's very different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, oh, now, now you want to get into Jefferson Davis t- territory, huh? All I'm saying <laughs> is it's a huge difference. So, Yanni, you don't think we go together means she's your girlfriend? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you're to commit a relationship, but I don't go with the title of oh, I will never introduce her. I never did introduce her as this is my girlfriend. We're two grown ass people. I never go. This is my girlfriend. Well, so what did you say? You got to introduce somebody huh? as your girlfriend. It's my woman. Yo, what? Yo, My it's so woman. crazy. We had a show about this a couple weeks ago. We were talking about if a guy says, this is my lady, as mm-hmm. opposed to this is my girlfriend or whatever. I'm offended if I'm your girlfriend and you're like, this is my woman. No, what is my title in your life? <laughs> Titles mean things. So okay. my bet, how about my better half? Is that better? No. No. Jesus Christ. This is my mouse. This is my phone. <laughs> this is my woman. That's what I feel like that goes okay. into. Yes, this, Carol. This is not my girlfriend. That too? This is my this girlfriend. Is That's girlfriend. the same thing. It's no, the it's same not. thing. It is not the same no, thing. This is my wife. It's the same thing. Here, here's what makes it different, Yanni, is this is my woman doesn't mean that's your girlfriend. And that's yep. how guys can do dirt. But when Come you on, Terrell. That's what wifey is. No, when you put the tag out there, what it is is when you announce somebody that this is my girlfriend, you're letting all those other hoes know. Dudes, on, we Carol. understand. But Come you're letting on, all Carol. these other hoes know, like, I this is I had my an girlfriend. Terrell's on the foul again. No, I'm saying that's the difference. I would never introduce somebody as this is my woman. And I think if I meet a guy that does it, I'm like, Really? How much? Yes. How much was she? Did you get it on sale? Did you get her on Clarence? Yeah. Did you? Did she from Russia? Did you buy her? And so that she from the Donald J. Trump catalog. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is my woman. I just feel like it sounds more like property than it does. Just like there's a difference when you say this is my wife. Yeah. 
I mean, words mean things. So um, if I were with someone, like even when my girl, my wife and I were dating and she was like, this is, you know, I don't even think I want you to introduce me as a wifey. Introduce oh, yeah, no. me as your girlfriend or your wife, your fiance. Like, there's only three titles, my nigga. Like, it's not that hard. Wife, fiance, or girlfriend. Wifey is like the promise ring anyway. So that's why you it never is. use wifey. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that. What about Bay? Can you say that? This is my Bay. I mean, you can say Bay in a less formal setting. Like, if you're talking to your friends, you know, you're shooting the shit with your friends, like, yeah, Bay's calling me, or who is so and so to you? That's my Bay. Like, you can do that. But I'm talking about, like, you have someone on your arm and we're going out and we run into, especially if we run into another woman. <laughs> That's the test. Like, That's because, you like you said, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> like Terrell said, it's about, like, the words that you choose. Let Ooh. me know if you're willing to let go of the other bitches. For I would say for lack of better terms, but that's what they are. <laughs> anything before me, it's a bitch, okay? A raggedy ass hoe. Okay? I came and avoided oh. you, okay? Well, so, see, the good thing is I don't have to I don't have to worry about that title anymore because the title is simple. This this is my wife, but or, or just introduce. I introduce people by name, just by name, and it's oh, bit, yeah. oh, I wish you would say this oh, is Chelsea. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I started sweating. Uh, oh my God, uh, I love, I love, I love to see this reaction. Look at this. Look at this. That's the worst. <laughs> she's about, she's about to overheat, y'all. Hold up, we'll be right back. Name? We'll be right back after these messages. You say my name, and those are fighting words. <laughs> Even now, as like I'm married, if my wife says Chelsea. First of all, I'm Babe. <laughs> my nickname is Beady. I'm Beady. Okay. Don't call me by my name. Okay. So mm. if you were to say this is, you know, you're out and this is supposed to be your girlfriend, y'all go together and mm-hmm. you say, hi, you know, oh, this is Chelsea. Oh, that's not happening. But what well, if they said, I just want to be sure I'm clear. If they said, this is my wife, Chelsea, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yes. But if they just said, hey, girl, how you been? This is Chelsea and didn't put any title to it. I totally get your point. Yes. No, yeah. because you, if it depends how Johnny you carry yourself. I'm sorry. Right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to knock my mic over because how you carry yourself in that situation says everything. You see, this, y'all been scoring too much over the years. That's the problem with y'all. See, y'all been mistreated too much. Over, yeah, both of y'all. Both of y'all. Yo, both of y'all. Me and Terrell's eyes got you. B-O-F-F-A-L-L. Both of y'all. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say anything because it might be true, okay? Because okay. If, if some, my wife has never questioned that because at the same time, we know where we stand and we are strong mm. in that. So it doesn't mm. matter. Can, can, I, can, I, can I push back a little bit? Of course. I know push you back. will, regardless. You know we lived together. You know we went to college <laughs> back in the day. Now, I know you were a different person back then. Mm-hmm. but Very different. Have there been times mm-hmm. that if you might have met somebody, somebody that you know out and about and they're like, oh, this is so-and-so, but she doesn't put that title on it, which still lets you know that I got a chance. The window <laughs> is still open. Mm-hmm. And when the window opened, you crawled in. Has that happened? So here's the thing about that. <laughs> see, see, see. Again, again, it's how you carry yourself in that situation. If you leave the door wide open and that person, y'all are not in a secure, a secure situation, then so be it. However, I've always said this. 
if if you want if you want to try for my my girl, right? If I'm dating somebody and you want to you want to you want to shoot your shot, shoot your shot. Because yes, I don't date ugly women. So I know um therefore oh, there are people shit. who are going to be attracted oh, to her. Shit. So this people going to be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Now I'm secure in our relationship that you're not going to step out. Now once she turns your ass down, step the fuck away and mm. don't come back. Don't well uh I'll try again next week. No, no, no. Stay away because now I got to step in. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Okay. But yeah, uh, you want to shoot your shot? Go ahead. Let her shoot you down and hurt your little feelings. And then we'll we'll deal with that. But at the end of the day, if you're not in a secure relationship, yeah, that's when people start. But I think that you can be a, in a secure relationship, but it's still. Um, you have the titles. Titles and levels of respect. Just like you yeah. are an operations manager. It's an insult to be like, yo, this is the music director. It's hey, like, I, I introduced I myself as a janitor. You but have more it, responsibilities, but with titles come responsibilities yeah. and I, expectations. Like, with guys, right? If, if me and Yanni were hanging out and I run across some dudes from back in the day, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this is my homeboy, Yanni. This is one of my best friends. This is Yanni. Because I let them know that you are on mm-hmm. a different level mm-hmm. than just homeboys and friends. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that title means on, now you shit whether I said it or not, <laughs> but I think it's totally different. Like people that I would put in my best friend category, mm-hmm. these are the guys if I get married, they're gonna stand in my wedding. Mm-hmm. Everybody didn't get that. I like so you I said, if you get married. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's guaranteed. Why do you why do you gotta listen so hard, Chelsea? Jesus. <laughs> Understand Terrell and I would have lasted the Mohicans. Of all the all the crew that we were in um at UTSA, we would have lasted the Mohicans. Mm. And so now he's he's Daniel Day Lewis right now as the Uh-oh. last of the Mohicans. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He has pride in that role too. He's like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> hey, they, we carried we carried that with a lot of pride. Again, I was I was like, "I don't know what I love." Damn, married. Terrell, it's starting to look more like naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Woo. I, but you know, I think Terrell made a good point. I think sometimes how people introduce you says less about where you think you are in their lives and more about the reverence that they hold for you. And so when someone is like proud, like you're proud to say that's your wife. And I want there to be pride when you say, this is my girlfriend. And and it just kind of, I think that's more so what, especially I can at least speak for women. That's what they're looking for. It's mm-hmm. like men claim what they want and what they love. So when you don't claim me, it just kind of like sends a red flag of like, I know what you up to. But when a man says like, this is my girlfriend, this is my wife. It's like, yeah, he he fuck with me. I'm fuck withable. Okay. This is one of my coworkers, Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) But but see, that's why y'all have the conversation. So you understand, you know, how you want to be addressed in public, because at the end of the, you can't just assume that guys are going to know, because again, if the difference is, if if you were dating Terrell, he would introduce you as a girlfriend. If you were dating me, I would be like, oh, this is Chelsea. I don't have to tell you that this is a phone. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. I have to tell that. you that this is Jesus a phone. Christ. Here you we know go that it's a phone. So we've had the conversations. If we've had, and I'm not saying like we have to have a formal conversation. I need another drink. Hey, when we are out together, I want you to introduce me as your girlfriend. If you are carrying yourself like a boyfriend, if you are committed, if you acting like a boyfriend in private, God damn it, act like one in public. See, look, hold up. This is why I go back to this because have you ever gone through somebody's phone? Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> that's the uh, problem. That's well, not. That's well, not. That's well, not the security in there. I didn't go the way I I'm, thought it was gonna go. 
<laughs> That's why you need that validation in the title. Again, it's not about the title for me. It's not. If it's not about the title, then your wife wouldn't be your wife. She would still be your girlfriend. No, 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 mm. no. Mm. If it's not about the title, she would be mm. your girlfriend. Mm. No, that's about you, our commitment. But I like have, what you, you I like what you, you did. You can there. have everything your you have right now without getting married. Your title comes with a form of commitment. When you mm-hmm. get a promotion, you have a new title. There's a new commitment mm. and level of responsibility. Mm. You can't prepare for this argument. My bad. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. She's like, I'm not losing this shit. I'm not going right. to the fight. Oh, Uppercut. Uppercut. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was Sorry. just teaching my first grade class about Muhammad Ali. I want to hit you with the oh. rope of dope, okay? Goodness. That, that was me throwing the church handkerchief like, <laughs> <laughs> You were old boy in Deontay Wilder's corner. Yeah. I mean, if titles don't mean anything, then she would still be your girlfriend. Mm. And when she became your wife, didn't you have different expectations of her? Well, different expectations. No, the expectations do change when someone becomes your wife. Why? I mean, I mean, at that point, you are legally responsible for this person in a certain capacity. So, in that sense, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I guess, I guess, in, in the mindset of how we were operating, I didn't. I, I mm-hmm. would say no. What changed for us? But, but here's the difference. Even I think her mom asked her at one point. So, do you, um, how do you feel now? Do you feel married? Like. I mean, yeah, yeah, we got married, but no, I mean, it's it we're still normal. the same. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That to me, it's I've seen people who and and um, tell those this person to may not know the exact situation. But when somebody got married and they decided they want to change everything oh. about their life, like, OK, so my friends, she stopped going out with all her friends, mm-hmm. stopped doing um, this, this and this, stopped going to this organization and wanted to commit her life solely to mm-hmm. her husband, who was like. Yeah, um, I'm still got shit I need to do. And better and... yet, I, like that's not who I married. Exactly. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think I, I can definitely agree that that happens a lot of time with women. I think there's like all of these social standards of what a woman or what a wife should be yeah. and what a mother should do. And so sometimes women feel like this pressure that this is how a wife acts. Like there's this girl, I think I talked about it on your show. I like her as a person, annoys the fuck out of me on social media. (laughs) My God, I had to mute her. And the reason I did was because she got engaged and then she like almost was like sitting high and looking low. Like, I don't do that. I'm engaged. I don't do X, Y, and Z. I have a kid. I'm like, yo, how you got this man? Was being yourself, you know what I'm saying? So like, why all of a sudden when you become a wife now, it's like, oh, I don't go to clubs. I don't twerk. I don't do, have a good time, be yourself. And more importantly, like, for example, she was making a big deal about the busted challenge. Mm. I'm married. I'm not doing a busted challenge. Meanwhile, my wife is like, I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. Because she knows who the fuck <laughs> she knows married. She, married. <laughs> she knows who Fact. she married. Yeah. Facts. She knows yeah. who she married. And I even say this down to like hair. I And I think this is another black woman thing. When black women get married, I don't know why all of a sudden like you wear short hair. Now you get married and you got a 30 inch wig. Sis, he doesn't recognize you. <laughs> it's like when b- black women have special occasions. They like He doesn't even recognize you. Like he likes you with your short hair. Look beautiful with the way that you look. Just like amplify it. But why you got to change exactly like everything about yourself? Look, look over at him and see when you talk about that short hair. Look over at him. You like short hair? <laughs> no. My wife doesn't either. No. Meanwhile, when I take this hair off, I look like Cleo from Set It Off. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. Ask him. Ask him why. Ask him why. Why don't you like short hair? 
Wow, this is long traumatic. time ago. Long time this ago. It's traumatic. I was dating this woman that remember that John A haircut that was popular mm, back then? Mm-hmm. She had that. It's a group thing. Yeah. And she she's a beautiful girl, great person, but she had that haircut. And um first night that she spent the night at my house, it was great. Middle of the night, I wake up. And you know, when you know you wake up, you got your eyes closed and <laughs> Thought she woke up in the jail. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, <laughs> nothing about her looks soft anymore. <laughs> I just like do a double take. I'm like, okay, no, I just was, I didn't know what happened that night, but mm. it's like a dude's laying on my chest, and so I just don't really, it's not my thing. I don't, I don't want to get my hair cut the same place you get your hair cut. I like really, have, you know, cheaper, separate deals. I want to go to the barbershop, talk with the fellas. I don't want to go to the barbershop with my girl. Okay, it's and a like, group activity now. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're gonna get we're gonna get a taper on the sides <laughs> in the back. <laughs> we want ma- we want matching designs. Taper yeah. hers. Yeah, no, I just don't want. I, it's not my thing. You know, wow, I don't, there are a lot of beautiful women that have short hair. I'm just not interested. My wife's not into the short hair either. She says that short hair women scare her. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happens to her. And like every time I ask her about it, she doesn't really give a real explanation. So I'm like, there must have been something traumatic. But I have an uncle who like exclusively likes women with short hair. Mm. Like that's his shit. And so, but I, I think it's interesting because I've never worn my hair extremely short, but I always talk about the um, difference of attention I receive from men when my hair is different weight. So mm. when I wear like my natural hair, I can't really say like much of anybody's like really like turning their head for real. When I wear my hair blonde and long, that's like my favorite style. I cannot beat the men off me. I mean, they're in my DMs. They're in my mailbox. They're everywhere. Okay. They're hiding in the bushes. It's raining, man. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think men, and you guys can help me with this. Do men sexualize blonde hair? I don't, um, Yanni's like, I don't, I don't have a particular thing for a color of hair. Like, right. I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like black women with blonde hair. I've not been attracted to black women with blonde hair. Um, hey. I just, just never did it for me. I just kind of look at them like, why would you? Whatever. <laughs> I don't get it. Right? I, think I, I, I can agree with you to a certain point. Yeah. I mean, I, you I, have to do it just right. Yeah, because they can I've look dated, ghetto real quick. I've dated redheads. I've dated brunettes. I've dated black women with natural hair. I've dated. Some with like long perms, mm-hmm. but just black women with dyed blonde hair, I just don't get it. I'm just kind of like, mm. what don't just, you get? It just doesn't do anything for me. It's just I'm yeah. not saying it's wrong or yeah. it's against scripture. I'm just saying not against scripture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep bringing God into this. Come on now. I'm not saying it's wrong or or whatever. I just I just don't like it. I just, I've not mm-hmm. seen one. I'm not even attracted to Beyonce. She's a talented artist. I'm not attracted to her. Facts. I, I thought I was the only person, because uh, he and I have never discussed this part, by the way, but I've never, when Destiny's Child first came out, Des, um, Beyonce wasn't the one that was attracted to me. Kelly. Uh, still Kelly. Attract, exactly. Kelly. Kelly. Kelly and um, Latavia. Mm. But you know what? You guys wouldn't be, my brother told me the same thing, that they, he doesn't, Beyonce doesn't really do it for him. I've heard a few people say that Beyonce doesn't do it for them, but I'm just like... Just, I don't 
don't know. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this. Like this woman is perfect. Ah! There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with yeah. her. She's just. It's, it's, I'm not saying she's not an attractive mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. I'm. I am just not attracted to her. Now, Sanaa Lathan, very attractive. Gabrielle yeah. Union, don't get very it with Sanaa Lathan. Huh? But don't like, get it with Sanaa Lathan. A Prius can get me to where I want to go, just like Carol, a BMW. Carol, fuck off. But one is, <laughs> one is, is Beyonce and go to a Prius. One is sexy. You they both do the same job. Beyonce to a Prius. You will not. Does she, at least, does she at least have a six-cylinder engine? <laughs> is it a sure. And, and leather seats with a sunroof. I'll give you that too. <laughs> but not interested. I'm just like, mm. wow. Oh my God. It's just like to me as a woman, it's like, how? How can you not? Oh my God. So another thing on the scroll that I thought was interesting um, that we talked about on your podcast is um, Danny Lay. <laughs> and she was saying that. The baby wants a red bone. He like a red bone or whatever he means, whatever she said. But mm. come to find out, that was a lie. The baby does not want her yellow bone because they broke up. Of course mm. they broke up. We knew this was going to happen. I mean, were, are you, were you surprised when you heard this news? Of course not. Because you knew this was going to To be honest. <laughs> like, he was just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It, she probably thought that what she had, because she's probably envisioning herself as the new Jennifer Lopez and the baby was Diddy and mm. that, you know, Diddy was so madly in love with Jennifer Lopez. And let's be honest, um, it's the reason why he never married Kim Porter. Mm. Um, and okay. if, if J-Lo had just said yes, he would have been married to J-Lo a long time ago and never broken up with her. I agree. He loved J-Lo. I agree. And maybe she saw herself as that. But yeah, the baby's having way too much fun. Um, he doesn't. Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to last, but she's still cute. She's still fine. I just find the irony of like, ladies, Here, here's a little hint. Don't go on the interweb on Al Gore's internet mm. talking mm-hmm. about what your man like and what you want because what he wants because that's the minute he will get the complete opposite on you and switch up. Okay? Keep some things to yourself. All right? So well, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, Tara? Yeah. I Well, keep in mind, I didn't know who she was until we were on the show together. <laughs> So, and, and I had no idea they broke up until just now. So, <laughs> but but you have seen her but, IG. I did. I have seen her IG. And uh, you went scrolling. Did you like what you saw? I got sent text of the IG. Mm-hmm. That's not the question. Did you uh, like what you oh, saw? No. Okay, from the pictures I saw, I thought that she was beautiful. I've not heard her speak because Danny Lay is more beautiful than Beyonce. What I didn't say that. I just no, said I'm not. Say I just said you know the Beyonce saying I'm always gonna go back to Beyonce. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Thanks I for putting those words in my mouth. In your mouth. Yeah, thanks for putting those words in my mouth. I did not say that. <laughs> so, oh, no, audacity. what I said is she was beautiful, but I've not heard her speak. I've not heard her music. Mm-hmm. So to me, I like to have to hear a person. Beyonce can be a very intelligent, articulate woman, and all that. I'm just not physically attracted to her, but. I, I like her for what she does in the community and what she's about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Danny exactly. Lay, I, I don't know. All, all I know is that she's a beautiful picture and she caused a little bit of, you know, a, a little ruckus of some shit that she's said. ruckus. I can't say <laughs> if I think, yeah, she's attractive. But if I heard her talk, her her talking could take her from a nine to a six, mm-hmm. you know, just depending. It could totally Real knock quick. her down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. And then our next thing on the scroll is Kirk Franklin was on The Breakfast Club Mm -hmm. and he was talking. Well, he celebrated his 25th wedding anniversary. 
Mm. So we were talking about first year marriage and Yanni's on month 10. You are right on the cusp. Yanni is coming. But yeah, Kirk but- is 25 deep in them things. Okay. So he said the key to his marriage is he married the homie. Mm. Yeah, but he the was key- also breaking backs though, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, getting the, the his key- back broke. Which one? Whichever. So <laughs> he was he was, he married his homie, but he had some homie lover friends on the side. Ooh. Hey, the key to the key to Kurt Franklin's marriage was an uh, an understanding wife who stuck by him and you mm. know through everything that he put her through because when yeah. the money was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, maybe you guys know something that I don't know. What is Kurt Franklin's you know, like been known for cheating? He had, I know he had a porn addiction. That part I know. Yes, I don't know about I do this remember breaking that. backs. But again, that that porn addiction doesn't usually when someone goes, I have a porn addiction, then this mean, oh, I just I have my subscription to Pornhub and I watch it every night. Exactly. It's usually a lot more than that. Yes, they're out doing some stuff. They're not just like I masturbate mm. all the time. I don't know what to do. I would never cheat. No, you you cheated. Now you're doing this to to get out there. But yeah, I remember his extras. That's why my hands are both yeah. the same size. <laughs> On Sundays, he's trying to be this this great person and and leading the choir. But Friday, Saturday nights, after a little liquor, he's walking around looking at ladies. Do you want a revolution? (laughs) 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 I mean, I do. I also think that that kind of played it. Okay, so I never thought about it that way. That really, he was saying he had a porn addiction, but there probably was something deeper that lied within as far as like why he would come out and say that. Because I'm also wondering, like, do you have a porn addiction? What would be considered a porn addiction for someone that is in the church? Or do you have like a real porn addiction? Because, I mean, mm. it doesn't take much for the church to be like, Lord, he watched porn twice. He's an addict. He's an addict. People are so judgmental in the church anyway, though. I mean, yeah. I've never understood when people go, you want to find a good woman? Go to church. I'm like, if I go to church, I'm not going to look at women. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear the word. And I'm getting the hell out. Okay. Okay. I mean, the longer you're not supposed you stay. To together, but yeah, it's it's not about oh well oh sis, sister Mary coming to look, looking good this week. Mm-hmm. I, that's not look on my at her mind. With a skirt over her knee. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm gonna look at somebody and be like, oh man, I hope she gets the Holy Ghost today. I want to see her. <laughs> I, wanna, I wonder I if she has see her clothes on, or is that gonna I, just I, wiggle around? I want to see her run around the church. Carol's <laughs> in the far back pew. Far back here. He's upstairs yeah. looking down with binoculars. <laughs> My next victim. <laughs> but uh, he also uh, said on the Breakfast Club that breasts and booty don't make a blessing. Mm. So he was saying basically that like men go after or the this generation of men go after the aesthetics and looks of like <sighs> a big ass, small waist. And he's like, look, all of that doesn't equate to a, a blessing that comes in your life. And I just kind of want to hear from two men your your thoughts on that statement. First of all, Kirk, was that what you were thinking when you were looking at all that porn? Was that was that breast and the booty a blessing then? And I hate when people do this this generation come shit on, come on. because they I, act as if the spirit. previous generations didn't do. We did the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> have social media. Yeah. Act like um people weren't beating people down for starter jackets. Oh, this generation is so violent. Stop that shit. Mm-hmm. We were violent. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus I, I'm with the shit. I feel you on that. What do you think, Terrell? I get annoyed by um these people who who have a public past mm-hmm. that try to come across as these wise, you know, uh, you know, knowledge givers. It's like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. 
Just stop. <laughs> Talk about, now, it's all about how they worded it. If he would have said, I can't speak for most men, but here's what I learned in my situation. Exactly. Yeah. This. Words mean but, but when you come across, it's like when Bill Cosby was trying to be all condescending to, to black people and then after that you hear about him, you're like, ain't this some shit? Ain't so yet. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I'll say that's how I feel about it. But to the question that you posed, I agree. I'm a facial beauty person because I think the body parts will fade. Mm-hmm. She's either mm-hmm. gonna get bigger, she's gonna get smaller, she's gonna get saggier. It's just life. Or she's gonna get yeah, lipo. <laughs> Whatever. Something's gonna change. Mm-hmm. But the facial beauty and that smile, that that's what attracts me to somebody. If they have that. That's what catches me first. I've never looked at, wow, she has yeah. a nice ass. Oh, but her face, mm, but that mm-hmm. ass though. Because I can't like be like, hey, Yanni, I met this wonderful girl. Here's what she looks like. And it's a picture of her ass. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will say my 20s now. I mean, <laughs> okay. so, hold up. If you could send me a picture in your 20s, you'd be rich right now because we didn't have, we, we couldn't do that with phones back then. True, true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like, you know, yeah, you're right. If you're looking for something, somebody for long term, you're looking for somebody you can have a conversation with. Because let's be yeah. honest, sexual attraction, um, the physical, all that dissipates at some point. Mm-hmm. Is it somebody you can still talk to? As a matter of fact, the best thing someone can have for me is not the best sex. Do we enjoy kissing each other? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do we have a sensual kiss? Because mm-hmm. that is, to me is way more intimate than sex. Yep. I, and and you, you can have sex with somebody without ever kissing Tara, them. you're looking a little tense over there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at Yana like, how do you have sex without ever kissing somebody? That's just weird to me. <laughs> but, but he's saying that if the kiss is good, then like the sex is like a, a cherry on top, right? Oh, I hear you. Like yeah, the intimacy also, of the kiss. He also said he could have sex without kissing somebody. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's a too. gift. <laughs> you see, I'm not the only one. I've done that too. It is so weird. It's like so backwards. I'm like, look, you can get this pussy, but you ain't gonna kiss me in my mouth, okay? <laughs> I know where your mouth has been, but I know where it should go. <laughs> How backwards is that? In my mind, that makes sense. Like, and also feel like kissing lets you think that it's more than what it is. Yeah, it's more intimate. Yeah, it it's really definitely is more, more intimate. intimate. Like, if we kiss, and it's like. I like you or something like, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. But I was thinking too about from the perspective of his wife. And sometimes I think that, uh, especially public men make statements mm-hmm. and they don't think about how it would make their wife feel. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like, if you're on the breakfast club talking about breast and booty, don't make you a blessing. It's like, so what are you trying to say about me? Like, are you trying like, I'm a beautiful, no. because even though he's saying breast and beauty, what he's really saying is like beauty. Be- breast and booty. He's really speaking of beauty and I think vanity. You're putting, I think you're putting words yeah. in his mouth. Yeah. Okay. okay so I, it was a reach for me. It was. Yeah. It was a reach. I like it. What he's really. What he's really saying is. <laughs> I can take it. I guess too. I, okay. So for my anniversary, I went out with my friend and her fiance, and so they're substantially older than me. They're like 50, 50 and fifty six or something like that. So I mean, it was my anniversary. Substantially older, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Still young and prunes, okay? <laughs> young and prunes, okay? So, and my wife is younger than me. So, um, I, like, work, put on my makeup, you know, the whole nine. I switched my wig up. I was a blonde last night, Terrell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fire. Oh, oh no, it's okay, huh? Now it's okay, huh? I'm being supportive. Last night, but we were at the table, and her fiance, well, mind you, they've been engaged for 12 years, so... Well, there, there it is, right there. 
There, yeah. there it is. <laughs> Whatever you're about to say, there it is. They've been engaged for 12 years, and he's like, Chelsea, your makeup looks so good. Like, wow, I love your hair. I love your makeup. I love how all, and he just kept going. And then he was like, you need to do this to her. Oh, shit. Wow. I, and I was like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's awkward. Awkward oh. as fuck. So I'm like, one, I'm sitting here with my wife. And so like, we know them. So, I mean, we kind of knew that he wasn't hitting on me, but it's extremely offensive to the woman that you're here with. And like, you're giving me a compliment, but on the backhand, you're like insulting the woman yeah. that you're with. And so, yes, Yanni, because I mean, I was just blown I, away. I don't think that's the most insulting thing that you just said about them as a couple. I think it's more insulting they've been engaged for 12 years, first Ooh. of all. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not in their business. Nah, but he, he might be on to something here, man. When, when people do these two year engagements and shit, like, what, what the fuck did you engage, get engaged for in the first place? No. If, to pay if for if the wedding they can't be, afford, Yanni. Yes, but you're planning <laughs> for that shit. If you notice the woman you want, mm-hmm. To, if you're going to go, oh, let's get engaged and we'll get married in two, three years. Oh, let's not set a date yet. That tells me that, okay, you want to make sure she's locked in. Mm-hmm. She knows that you're committed and I still got time to go do this. Mm-hmm. And it may, not, it may not be the case for everybody, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. That's what it said. I've, I've never understood the long engagements. Mm-hmm. And, and it may, that's just me, my, my, own, my own thinking of it. But Well, you're, you're wrong. And let me just let you know why. Cheryl's you're been engaged for five years before. <laughs> no, Twenty-five, actually. No, but I've been around a lot of engaged people, and I've learned some things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, let's teach no, us. No, I, I, here's why I think you're wrong. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It's not your relationship. It's their mm, relationship. Okay. And whether it's two years, ten years, twelve years, that's nothing to do with you. So they don't mm-hmm. have to do it in what you think your terms should be. And mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. People are looking at other people's relationships. I think that's true, but it's also really weird, Daryl. Huh? (laughs) I I completely understand, but it's also weird as fuck. Like, you don't, you don't, like, go to the car dealership and say, here's my down, here's my down payment. I'll be back to get the car in five years. (laughs) I'm going to take it on a test drive. I'll bring it back (laughs) in two years. You you don't do that. (laughs) I hear you, but at, at the end of the day, that's their relationship. She chose to be in that spot. She accepted it. And mm-hmm. so to me, if they both are in agreement, well, then that's on her and them. Nothing to do with us. Well, and if, it, it, if they never get engaged or they never actually get married and they break up, that's on her that she wasted 12 years. But it has nothing to do with any of us on this call right now. I just find people do that. I think people judge other folks' relationship. Similar well, how people okay, try so to judge you. No, remember you said people try to judge you for trying to, to get married so quickly. Within 90 days, and they had all their concerns on reservation. <laughs> they had all their concerns on reservation. But to your point, you're like, hey guys, I'm good. First Don't of all, we're not about, about to play this game 12 years of fiance. Okay, free me. Free me. Free me. Put me on the back of a shirt. Free me till it's backwards. Okay? We're not doing this. But I think what made it awkward was also at the table, they also like yeah. kind of went into like, indiscretions about their relationship like cheating mm. and mm. like oh. all of these both of the, on both sides like i mean oh, he okay. has he has definitely cheated over the years and like it's a known thing i mean to be honest when i was working at the restaurant part time so let me just give you a short story oh here comes the backstory spill, <laughs> spill the tea sis And this is another thing and so i don't really feel like i'm being shady because they've also been on this podcast and they've talked about it 
Mm-hmm. They've been on the podcast as a couple and have talked about how long they've been engaged. And the name of the episode is Rich Uncle Larry. So mm-hmm. Uncle ah. Larry, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Larry um, has a blue Lamborghini, right? Mm. So there aren't in Richmond, Virginia, that many Lamborghinis let alone black people that drive Lamborghinis, Mm -hmm. right? So um, I'm working at this restaurant and he knows I work there. So I see all of the guys in the kitchen run into the back door. I'm like, what are y'all doing? They're like, yo, it's this really sick Lamborghini outside, a blue Lamborghini. And I said, oh, word, Larry's here. I go to the bar. Larry's there with another woman. Goddamn right. When I say not even 10 minutes before I saw him, Dawn, his girlfriend, had just left. He mm. missed her by a hair. So I walked right up to him. I said, hey, Larry. And he looked like, oh, shit. And I'm looking like, motherfucker, you know I work here. Why would you bring someone here? Now I have to go in the broom closet and call Dawn and tell her you're up here. Because my hands well, who are tied. Who was she there with, though? Who was, who was she there with? Yeah. She was there with one of her girlfriends. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just checking. Yeah, I'm she was say, there with one of her girlfriends. like a TV series. <laughs> She was there with a girlfriend and he was there with another woman. And this woman was talking, I mean, telling me everything about where they had been before they got there. That mm. they went, they went on another day before this. And this was the mm. second spot. And she has five kids. I mean, I knew so much about this woman and I'm just playing it cool. And I remember, and once again, why titles mean things. Um, I said, yes. I said, Dawn just left here. And she said, who's Dawn? <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, Who is Don? Who's Don? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked, he didn't say anything, which said a lot. And I said, Don's my, my best friend. And she said, Oh, okay. And she just kept talking. So it was awkward at the table to hear uh him like say, like, Oh, you need to do her makeup like that. And on the next hand, he's saying how attractive she is. But then he's also talking about the cheating and he was justifying the cheating. I'm Mm. just like, yo, I'm like, this is a really bad episode of Dr. Drew Mm. and I need to get out. So, I mean, have you ever had to be in the middle of like your friend's relationship drama? I avoid it. I avoid it. I feel like that's a girl thing to have to be involved in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because I'll stop. I mean, I think difference with guys, girls will get together and they'll talk about that Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Bottle of wine, hours. Mm-hmm. For a guy friend, I just need after a few minutes, I'm like, hey, let me let me just stop you right there. Do you want to break up? Or you gotta stay together. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, you need to make a choice. Figure it out. Mm. You know, but I'm not gonna keep hearing this all yeah. day. Well, you gotta understand. No, no, no. Let me just stop you right there. I don't need mm-hmm. to hear all that because it's just that's drama. And I like, especially when it's drama. It's one thing if it's like she might get this job <laughs> and she may move. And what do I do? Okay, close the deal, propose, move with her. There's opportunity. Right. But the drama you're describing, I can't. I, I won't even entertain it. And Tell's been that way since college. I'm, I, and I told you this on, on our podcast. When we're in college and we're standing around with people and they're like, oh, I don't feel like going to class. He'll just go, well, don't go. Right. No, well, I got to go. Then shut up and go. <laughs> but what that's what he's always about? thought about. It. Right. Yeah. But, you know, to, to his point, though, it's 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 that same thing. You know, you you don't get in that drama of it because <clears throat> at the end of the day, I remember I was in uh, one of my co-workers weddings. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at the rehearsal, his best man is saying to him, all right, so look, the first thing you got to do is you got to get a second phone mm. because 
Here's the thing. I remember that one day I left my phone at home and I was halfway to work. I was like, mother. And I had got, I had called them. I stopped and got to a pay phone. I called and said, hey, cut my phone off. And then I went back home to go get my phone. And I'm like, so I had to pull them to the side after. I'm like, yo, if that's what, I ain't going to tell you not to listen to your homeboy because you know him a lot longer than you but know don't me. listen to your homeboy. <laughs> but if that's what you're about to get into in this, in this marriage, this shit ain't going to be for you, man. I'm just going to tell you, if you ain't ready, don't do it. And that's it. After that, I've said my piece. Yeah. And that's it. Now, still got married, still did the stuff, whatever's going on. I, I'm not a net, but I said my piece. As, as a friend, I got to tell you that. I am yep. just like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Ugh. I couldn't believe it. I I, and, and, to be honest, I think those are the things that women think that men do anyway. So to, <laughs> <laughs> to hear you say it, it's like confirmation. Confirmation. Stamp. <laughs> Stamp. My bad. Right. Most men don't do that. I think, but it's weird because it's always the scumbag ass friend that wants mm. to like introduce his friend to these, his scumbag ways or make like have a fellow scumbag. Because I, I mean, what I have learned about like fuck boys is they don't like to be fuck boys alone. Yeah. You mm. have to have something to feather. talk about their fuck boy tendencies with. So they'll yeah. pull you along with it. Ugh, the ghetto. <laughs> Chill. Chill. Another reason I went to the to the other team, okay? Oh lord, <laughs> oh boy. They just keep mounting. So we do another thing, and it's called numbers. So I want you to pick a number one through five, and um, it's going to be a question, and I want both of you to answer it. So Yanni, starting with you, pick a number I one through go. five. I gotta go with number four. Number four. What's significant significant about number four? That's my line number. Hey, okay. All right. Pros and cons oh boy. of your last ex. <clears throat> All right. So when you say ex, <laughs> define X. X is the last person you dated or were dealing with, going with, whatever you whatever term you want to use, Johnny, because titles don't mean anything to you for real. <laughs> I will say this. Um best way to put this. I will know I noticed that the year leading up to me meeting my wife, everybody that I met and that I had any dealings with were preparing me to meet her. Um, I, it was everything led to that, okay. everything. There was a lesson learned every step along that way. And in retrospect, I noticed that and realized that these are the things that led me to be ready and let me know I was ready so that even though I wasn't expecting it when I met my wife, all right, Mm-hmm. This is this this is this is it. This is where we are, and this is what we're doing. So, what's the I'll con? The con is that they didn't do I, it sooner. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I, but then I can't say that because I wouldn't have met. I wouldn't have met my. Wife. Mm-hmm. I, I, the con is just that there was a lot of bullshit along the way too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get to see. But again, I like glass half full, so I don't. I, I can't look at the con and go, oh, this was negative and this is bad. It's, I can't say because I went through it because that helped me be who I am ready for the only L's you take are lessons. Exactly. There you go. It's <laughs> the best way to put it. I mean, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, man. So it's, you know, the, the, the person cursing me out. Great. That's fine. I, I'm fine with that. You know mm. what I mean? The person who, who didn't believe that I was serious. That's fine. It's, it's, it's all these things that just go. Yeah, but that's cool. I knew at that point, here are the things that I can do along the way. And this is what prepared me for my wife. So. Okay, Terrell, what's a pro uh, of your ex? 
Um, well, this I, is I, fresh I, too. Do we need I to play Usher? Let it burn. I won't talk about recent. I'll talk about different um, relationships. Okay. Because <laughs> there's no there's no con in the last one. Okay. Um, but I'd say pro of maybe it's a combination of some of the exes was that um, have fun, you know, great people, great connections, um, that type of deal. I think that was that was good. Um, they weren't there. When I look at all my exes, they're not the same. So I don't have like mm, a set type. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're just different, po- different folks, unique and genuine in their own way. Um, yeah. I think the con of of some has been like I, I have a pretty. I don't want to say dominant personality, but I have a bit of oh, a mouth. Geez. I have a bit of a mouth. And okay. So no way, not, Terrell. I don't believe yeah. you. <laughs> right? Yeah. A little bit of a mouth. And so that has been a con where, you know, you come across people who are really nice and sweet. And, and nice and sweet is great for like a week. And mm-hmm. then you just kind of. Annoying. God, yeah. This is kind of annoying. Like, mm-hmm. it's not everything about me. I want You and your fucking you, positivity. Yeah. <laughs> You and your fucking glass that's half full. Yeah, God yeah. damn, bitch. Spill yeah. a little bit. I get it. You had a great day and everything is awesome. Look at her dumbass smiling. <laughs> God damn. What do you mean, happy Monday? <laughs> Good morning. What? What's so, so great about it? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what's uh, a con? No, that was the con that they, you know, that they were happy. That okay. Could, no, that they could. I just couldn't find people that could, that um, could could take my shit. Uh, pretty much. Okay, I'll yeah. take it. Um, a pro of my last relationship. Uh, mm, okay. Um, carry the. You didn't have to see him every time because he was in jail. <laughs> Yeah. And there's that. I, that actually was a pro of dating jailbirds. It's like you can pick them up whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? The phone mm-hmm. rings, you can answer it or not. But the last person I dated was a girl and she lived in DC. And so I enjoy going to DC a lot. But I mean, I guess that's not necessarily about her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's the pro I was geography. <laughs> location, location, she, location. She had great. <laughs> I would say the pro of my last relationship was I will say that that was the first person I really dated that like I kind of shared with them my dreams and they 100% fully believed in me. And they were like, wow, you are a star. You can do this. How can I help you in a way? But then that also turned into like, bitch, do you want to be my manager? So that wasn't necessarily the con, but I mean, it was great to like be with someone. I felt like I had been with people in the past that kind of wanted to like dull my light. And they're like, you are too much. Like you're doing too much. And that was the first time I dated someone that was like, wow, I like this too much. You're actually doing just enough. Uh, The con was her knees were huge. I talked about this the last show. Her knees, her fucking knees. The knees. I was concerned about her blood pressure all the time. Like, <laughs> girl, is there circulation? What's going on? The knees were too big. <laughs> I just, the knees turned me off. I never thought that someone's knees could turn me off. Like, girl, where are your knees? I need to know what's going on here. <laughs> Period. Like, 
Well, that also taught me, I mean, I guess I'm being a, a glass half full person. I never mm -hmm. was a person that was really like hung up on looks. Like most of the people that I dated were like, cool but their personalities were really attracted me to them and that was a relationship where I was like I really like her but I actually need to really be attracted to a person like mm -hmm. I need to really have that like it's not just going to grow because this person treats me well and because we get along really great I actually need to have like a, a physical attraction and it's nothing wrong with that being a requirement yeah. I always felt like it was a bad thing to make that a requirement and now I'm like no bitch let me see your knees <laughs> All right, Terrell, pick a number one through five, not number four. Um, I will go with number three. Number three. What do you think the biggest difference in um dating is with white and black people in their culture? What's the Culturally. biggest difference? between dating outside of your race, like different cultures? No, I would kind of say like, okay, so one reason that I started the podcast is because um, I feel like black women have a very different perspective and outlook culturally on dating. I mean, um, the things that we deal with are a little bit different as well as like uh, just society in general. So our mm -hmm. dating experience can be extremely unique, especially like when we were talking about Yanni, um, your wife, and we were saying like, we're trained to be really independent. And so that can make things different because I personally feel like maybe white women aren't all the time expected to be as independent. They can do the damsel in distress thing and it, it works for them. Whereas like, you can't be a black woman in the room and be the damsel in the stress. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you? Like, mm -hmm. you have to, like, be on your shit at all times. So I kind of want to know what is the difference that you think culturally that happens. Um, and you could say black and then in another another culture. Um, I think a few things. Um, from my, my perspective, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I think... <laughs> We won't run this think, back so you get yeah. canceled in 10 years. No, no, no. I, I think <laughs> I think the difference sometimes when, um, and I'll say black and white, a lot of white people that I've interacted with, um, they had the, the whole family unit was there. And so they had a different view of what they grew up seeing a relationship to be mm -hmm. and what it was like. And so thus you had some that, you know, they had dads who did everything, paved everything, and they were the princess. And they tend to date a guy who's also going to come in and take care of them because that's what they are used to. Mm -hmm. I think in um, the Black community, sometimes you don't have that family unit there as a role model and example. And I think that's why a lot more Black women are taught how to be independent and not depend on a man because mm -hmm. there's a lot of times men weren't there for whatever reason. And so they're teaching them, like, don't just depend on the dude. Go out and get your own money. Get your own this and all that. And that's not always preached to, I think, everybody in, in the, say, the White community. I think that's the difference that I'd see. Okay. I can dig it. Yanni? Honestly, I think the difference, and I can only speak from my experience, mm -hmm. is in the people around them and their friends um, mm. and their perception of it. Because I don't, I can't think of any, um, I, I've never dated anyone outside of the race who's like, I want to be overly black. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no white girl with cornrows. <laughs> 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 you know, none of, none of that shit. Right. Um, it's like, because to me, it's be comfortable in your own skin. It doesn't, it, it, that, that's all it is to it. So, and that's fine. But it's the people, whether they, people look like them or the people who look like me, 
who judge that entire mm. situation. Mm. And that's where I think you, you see a lot of that. that. Where's the difference? That's the difference. And it's interesting because you'll have people who judge um, a, a black man or a black woman with a white man or a white woman and say, oh my God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, y'all, you, why are you dating outside of your race? But then those same people are like, oh, I only date a red bone. I only want a yellow <laughs> right, bone. Right, right, right. And you wonder how they were made, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that judgment, I think, it's the people around because that can that can really set everything. And it's, it's about their friends and about your friends at the same time. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, as I like to say, my acquaintances, because my friends, we don't think that way. That's right. Birds of a feather. That's right. Protect it. Okay. Um, I would say um, from my experience. <laughs> it's all about experience. Yeah. <laughs> from my vantage point, um, I think, so for example, I, I, I went to predominantly white high school. Well, almost all of my schools were predominantly white. And I really do feel like white girls are kind of taught you go to college to meet your husband. Like you're going to meet mm-hmm. your, your husband in college. And a lot of them were married within like a year of us graduating from college. Whereas opposed to black women, it's like, girl, don't worry about those boys. Hit your books. Keep your head in the books. You need to get a job. You need to do this. And we have this pressure to almost take care of people before we can even like come into our own self. And so I think a lot of us miss that boat in college of dating because we're so like hyper focused and like people will make you feel bad if you're like dating around in college, like you should be focused on this. And so I think the mindset of getting a husband is like um, really preached earlier for other cultures as opposed to black women. And so then Mm. sometimes like, you know, we, and then we also have, have like this plague of like studies have shown that black women are supposedly the least desirable and men, Asian men are voted least desirable. So when you walk around and let's, we'll speak on, men dating outside of their race. I think black women are one of the few races of women that have to question if their black men even want them. Mm. Like you walk, like a white girl can walk into a bar with white men and she knows that the white guys want her. And we can walk into a room and our first thing is, I wonder if he likes black women. You know, like mm. for example, my brother has never dated a black woman. Mm. He's only dated white women. So, um, I think that that's something unique that black women carry is like, we even have to question if our own men desire us. So mm. that's my Interesting. opinion. From my experience. <laughs> yeah. But before you retort, Yanni, from her experience, <laughs> that's the key. I mean, that's a conversation I, I have a, with a lot of black women, to be honest, mm. um, is like, you know, the type of guy that they like, they're like, I don't ever see them with black women. Well, uh, now I want to retort, but I don't know if this is. This I'm not of... saying that there aren't black men that like black women. No, no, no. I get no. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, I, I. This is one question I've always had for like black women. Like, why not try to date other people outside your race if you wanted to? So if you mm-hmm. choose not to, that's your choice. But like for, I did it, and they of, looked at me of... like I was a traitor. But when black but, men yeah. do it, it's like you got a trophy. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it all depends on the individual. I, I date everybody. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think that I feel like some black women feel like because their skin color is black, I should be attracted to them. And mm-hmm. that's right. the case. I'm not attracted to every white girl, Hispanic girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really into Asian girls. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But just because you have black skin doesn't mean that I should be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and excuse me, some of them, just because you have that's a good the career. That's of a black woman coming up out of you right there. 
Because you have a good career, you're educated, you have all this stuff going for you, but I'm still not physically attracted yeah. to you. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's going to be natural, you know, mm-hmm. but go out and find people who are attracted to you. And if you focus on that, I think that's the win. If I walk into a place with somebody that's not black on my arm, and I've been in places when, uh, like, for me growing up, I, I went to predominantly white schools. So I wasn't a thug. I didn't have my pants sagging. Mm-hmm. I spoke I spoke well. Mm-hmm. Black women didn't like me you a whole lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like me a whole lot until I, I went to college. I pledged fraternity. All of a sudden, black women liked me. After you start hanging around like, me, that's yeah, when that's black women started liking them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no. And so, uh, <laughs> so there was that whole thing, right? So it just really depends. And then there are certain black women that have that same mindset where I'm like, hey, I tried to date you. You weren't interested. And so now I dated this person. But don't judge mm. me for not dating black women. I tried mm. to date you. Mm. You weren't interested. So my brother has kind of said the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, take me, like, so we were at UTSA, right? We're sem- when I, the last year I was there, UTSA. University of Texas, San Antonio. You lived in Texas, too? Yeah. yeah. You globetrotter, you. My <laughs> God. But here's the thing. So when I, the year I left, it was 17,000 students, 3% black. So we all hung out. We all knew everybody. Yeah. We knew everybody black on that campus, mm-hmm. right? And I remember um, we were at one of the house parties, um, and <laughs> one girl was like, oh, you're you, you dating so-and-so. And I'm like, hold up. You're not fucking me. Mm. The minute you start, you can tell me who else I am mm. or who I'm not. But until then, you have no interest in me. So don't be worried about who I'm dealing with, right? At the same time, I've also, I mean, I went to Fayetteville State, HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember a woman saying to me, I can't date a dark-skinned black man because I'm dark-skinned and we wouldn't look right together. I hate shit like oh, that. Oh, my God. I, I, in Charleston, I remember hearing the a guy say, one, one of the bouncers, it, it, it really is. And he was like, and this is where Terrell and I see a little different because he was like, oh, I only date red bones. And I'm like, you're racist. Danny you Lane. your own people. Yeah, exactly. your man. He would love Danny Lake. But I'm, and, and to me, it's like when you go, I don't want to date anybody that looks like me. I mean, that says a whole mm-hmm. lot to me about you mm-hmm. and your own self-hate. Mm-hmm. Now, Terrell thinks different and goes, well, everybody has a preference. And I get that because I don't have a preference. It's never been. I've never gone. I won't date this person, this person, this one. No, if I like you, I like you. Right. You say, and this is the difference between what I've always said. You ask a woman. What's your ideal um, man? And she can describe him down to the T. This height, this weight, <laughs> does this, 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 and this. You ask me, I'm like, I don't know. I'll know when I see mm-hmm. her. And just like I saw my wife, and that was her. You, I could have never like described you. her. <laughs> it says you. It is my woman. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, my woman. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like roots, like Kizzy. <laughs> Kizzy, my woman. My woman. I got the latest model. (laughs) All right. I see (laughs) y'all. So we're going to close out the show. But before we do, we always give our single survival tip. That is Mm. just a little nugget that you want to leave the audience with. And of course, tell them where they can follow you and tell them more about the podcast. Yanni? Oh, you want, you want me to start? All right, sorry. Let's start with Terrell. I always start with Yanni. Terrell. Um, single survival tip for the single folks out there. Um, <laughs> I think survival tip would be 
to take the time to talk and get to know a person in this COVID world mm. before you try to hurry up and meet up. Because back in the day, you would hurry up and meet people and then you, you weren't attracted and all that. Take the time to have the conversation and see what they're about. Mm-hmm. It, goes, it goes a long way to see if y'all have any type of connection to, to build on. So talk to people. That's number one. And follow us you know, at, at Just Terrell, at Regular Guys, Random Thoughts podcast i'll let yanni do a whole lot better uh sell of that than i do because uh, he takes he normally takes lead on that on the show so i'll let yanni handle that part awesome um single tip i would say honestly for me it's always been that i'm not looking when i'm not looking is when i find mm-hmm. right and it just means you know invest in you and i remember here's the interesting thing Terrell drops a lot of gems over the years that he doesn't even realize. Like, I remember at one point we're like, all right, so we're asking a lot of these women, but what are we bringing to the table? Come on. Right? <gasps> and so it was it was, it was, was back to school, back to do this. And it's, what are you bringing to the table? Because you're asking a lot of this other person that you are looking for, but what do you have to offer, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in that sense, it's work on you, fix you. And then get there. Like I said, it's, it's about, yeah, get to know somebody and all that. But that's when you meet the person and, you know, and understand what, what you really want out of it. Is it is it just the great sex? Is it just the, the conversation? Is it whatever it is? It is it's, it's got to be something that you want and don't compromise. I never compromise. Yeah. I refuse to compromise. Mm-hmm. I was, if I wanted to get married, I could have gotten married 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't about getting married. It was about, you know what do I want? What's going to make me happy? And, you know, can I make them happy? Mm -hmm. Because at the same time, it's not all about me. (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) I always say meet the expectations of your expectations. Mm -hmm. You can't expect something and you're not willing to give it or you don't offer the same or if not better. Oh, and secret tip. Don't ask any questions you're not willing to answer. (laughs) And that's that's a real, because People love to ask questions and you go, so what about you? Well, no, we're talking about, no, 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 no. Don't ask a question. I thought you were going to say don't ask questions that you don't really want the, the true answer to. Well, there's that too. And, and you got to be ready to ex- the accept the truth. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> accept the truth. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, don't be mad and walk off. Mm. Just because it's not what you want to hear. If you want somebody mm. to lie to you, ask a liar. If you want somebody <laughs> to tell you the truth, ask a real man. How dare he tell me the <laughs> truth? That hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> You know he was supposed to lie. It's like Jody. I lie to you because I care about your feelings. Exactly. I don't know, but I don't know that thought thought yeah. process. Yanni, how but, can but, they keep up with you? So I'm at Yanni Rude. He's at Just Tell. We're at, at RGRT Pod. It's the regular guys' random thoughts podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just search for it. And basically, the concept of our podcast is really. The fact that the two of us have conversation, that's exactly all it is about, about random things. So if you've ever yeah. been in a bar, been somewhere, overheard two people having just random conversations about different topics, that's what our podcast is. Um, and it's really, in all honesty, based on just our straight conversations. This is what we sound like when we're just on the phone at any given time. Since and we college. decided to let the world hear it. Since college. I mean, I remember back when we were living in University Oaks, playing dominoes at midnight. Mm-hmm. Just randomly talk about bullshit, and we would just go off in these tangents, and we never always agree, but that's what made it fun. And yeah. we've been that way for over twenty years, uh, still growing strong. So it, it's it's a fun podcast, and people can comment. Uh, we do a segment called "This Bullshit." So if you have some some bullshit you want to talk about, send it in mm-hmm. to uh, rgrtpod at gmail, and we'll read it on the show and talk about the bullshit. But it's a pretty fun little podcast. Yes, love it. And my single survival tip is going to be 
Give that man some silence and make him a sandwich, sis. Okay? <laughs> Those are the two things he wants for Valentine's Day. He don't care about your lingerie. You could possibly... I knew Valentine's Day was coming because all the Alfredo sauce was missing out the grocery store. Okay? So, he don't want your seafood Alfredo like you make every year, baby. Just go ahead, make him a sandwich, some silence, and a side of Pudisi. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> A little SSP. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Won't he do it? And you can follow me at Chelsea Lamore. I was I changed my Instagram name. I see. <sighs> you gotta gotta stay on brand. It gotta stay took on brand. A lot. I had the same Instagram name for like twelve years. No pun intended. So you engaged to your old Instagram handle for twelve years. My Instagram handle for twelve years, and I changed it to Chelsea Lamore. So follow me at Chelsea Lamore. Follow the podcast at Single in the City Podcast, and I'm super excited. Thank you guys for coming. It was awesome. I would say cheers, but I think we all got empty glasses right now. (laughs) Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Happy Valentine's Day.